you're around here for very long, and maybe not even very long, you know that one thing that we love is our next generation. We love our Hills kids. We love our Hills middle school and our Hills youth, right? We love them. We're always thinking about them. A big part of the design of our new building uh, is all about, about our Hills kids and our youth having dedicated spaces. Uh, speaking of Hills kids, uh, a while back, we did an update, an upgrade to our Hills Kids brand. You may have seen that. Uh, beautiful new brand. Uh, and uh, uh, Nate and Danny, you guys, your team did such a great, great job on that. Uh, and so then we had some characters that they, that they designed, and we allowed the kids to vote. They brought in names, and then uh, one Sunday, then the next two Sundays, they voted on, on these names. And, and I want to thank uh, Drew and Jamie Cantu for the incredible job that they're doing with this. Amazing. If you're not following the Hills on Instagram, you need to do it. If you're not following the Hills kids on Instagram, you really need to do that as well. It is amazing. All you parents, they give you a recap every single week of what went on on that Sunday. You guys are just crushing it. And so we would like today to introduce and unveil our Hills kids characters' names. Don't you love them? So your kids have have met them, and you they'll they'll be coming home with your kids in all manner of ways. They're going to be helping with the lessons and all kind of stuff. I'm really excited today. We have an incredible guest speaker. Speaking of next generation, uh, we just love this family so much. Uh, they have have dove in and they have led our youth for uh, several years now, and they are faithful to do so. Uh, this guy's incredibly talented, has been on uh, stages all over the world for thousands and millions of people, Grammy-nominated kind of guy. Come on, don't mess with that. I mean, I have a Grammy, too. Uh, yeah. and my, my, my grandpa's passed, but I have a Grammy that's still, I, I like that one. This guy's nominated for one, got the best family in the world, and uh, just so excited about this word today. Come on, would you give a great big heels welcome to DJ Cox. Come on, come on, Pastor DJ. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Good? Awesome. We get just a little bit more in there. Sorry, it's my first time in a long time. Oh my goodness, I'm so honored to be standing up here in front of you guys. Um, it's It's been a long journey. If I could sit down and tell you all of the things I've been through in my life, you'd be like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, but I won't uh, bore you with that story today. <laughs> but I, I am, I'm grateful. I do want to thank Pastor John and Kristen for everything they've done for me, myself and my family. <laughs> I don't know, you guys know this, as soon as you meet them, you want to, you want to be here. It's just... It, they love you so much. They make you feel so valued. 
uh, and they help you just, you know, find your purpose, and they help push you in the right direction. It's amazing, so forever thankful to that. I want to thank the Hills family today. Thank y'all so much for loving on us. This is my family, my kids, and my son growing up in church. It's been an honor to watch y'all just love on him. I feel like he has a lot of parents here, and so, and, and actually, I'm kind of upset though because none of you have just come over and watched our kid. You know, that's, we dedicated Rayleigh. We'll try again. So she's, but but I am. I'm grateful um, to be standing here today, and I will go ahead and. And get right into it because I think it's it's really important that we do. Pastor John was talking about it today, Memorial Day. I want to talk about memorials. Tomorrow actually is Memorial Day, yeah. And uh, originally, it was it honored only those lost while actually fighting during the Civil War. Um, but during the war, during uh, World War One, the United States found itself in yet another major conflict, and the holiday evolved to commemorate American military personnel. All who died in all wars, every single person. So we take that day tomorrow to remember the sacrifice and lives lost for our freedom. Memorials are very powerful. But like Pastor John was talking about a second ago, Memorial Day doesn't mean what it once did because we're so far removed from it, a lot of us. For most of us, Memorial Day is just another Monday holiday. It marks the beginning of summer. Hey, it's the beginning, uh, it's, it is the week of the Indy 500. <laughs> I got any NASCAR fans in the building? I've actually never been. It's on my bucket list. I would love to go. Uh, my son loves cars, so maybe we'll go someday. School's out. Pools are open. It provides a first real chance for barbecues, picnics, uh, maybe even an outing to the lake. So I guess you could say, by listening to that, that if you don't know the purpose or value behind a memorial, it can become just another day or a really cool piece of art. Monuments and memorials show us our values and our priorities. Every moment, great or small, requires an investment of time, sacrifice, and money to build. We only invest in those things that are important to us. And, and actually, you can take a look at every nation and know what's important to her if you look at her monuments and her memorials. The leaders that have been there, you're going to see statues, wars that, have been, uh, that they've been through, countries, victories that they've won, defeats they've endured, buildings they've erected because of stuff that's happened in their past, their statues. There's so many things. So I'd like to actually take a look at the nation of Israel and what's important to her. There was a moment, if you could bring up Joshua 4, 4 through 7. It says, So Joshua called together... The twelve men he had chosen, one from each tribe of Israel, and he told them, Go into the middle of the Jordan in front of the ark of the Lord your God, and each of you must pick up one stone and carry it out on your shoulder. Twelve stones in all, one for each of the twelve tribes of Israel. So picture this. you got twelve men walking into the belly of the Jordan, okay? So I have to point this out because I think it's really, really cool. They could have gotten stones from the bank of the river, right? They could have went to a mountain. They could have went to a dry place. But there's something significant because nobody is going to swim to the bottom of the Jordan after this and go get a stone from it. It's just really, really cool. 
Uh, there's something in that we'll stay away from it today so I can stay on topic. So I've got ADD and I can run with it. <laughs> um, but seriously, it's really amazing. And also, these are shoulder-carrying stones. I don't know if y'all ever picked up a stone that's the size of a shoulder-carrying stone. I would have been like, hey, Joshua, can I get a, my buddy, can, we, can two of us, can he help me carry this? But it's just, it's just a really amazing moment here. And he says, Joshua says, we will use these stones to build a memorial. And in the future, your children will ask you, what do these stones mean? Then you can tell them, they remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant went across. And he goes on to finish up and say, these stones will stand as a memorial among the people of Israel for." ever. Skipping on down to verse 24, he did this so that all the nations of the earth might know the Lord's hand is powerful and so you might fear the Lord your God forever. Amen. So some amazing takeaways from that story. The Lord had the Israelites build a memorial for that specific moment. It commemorated Israel finally entering the promised land. The stones became a public declaration of God's promise keeping But what about your memorials? What about your... Did you know that all of us are actually building memorials? Say it with me. Turn to your neighbor and say, all of us are building memorials in our lives. All of us. We do this whether we know it or not. And if you don't know it, I'm going to show you here. (laughs) There are days every calendar year that cause you to remember something that happened in your life, whether it good... Or bad. So some not so serious memorials, right? Like the time I went to uh, the Chinese buffet, ate way too much uh, lo mein and got food poisoning. Every time I drive by that place, it sticks. It stands as a monument in my life. And I'm like, why? Or how about this? Every time I hear the song Brad uh, Brad Paisley song, uh, everything to me, I think about. Lindsay and I's first dance. And she had on a slamming black dress. <laughs> and get this, Pepto-Bismol pink cowgirl boots. <laughs> I love you, girl. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget the Chinese buffet. I'll never forget that day. Every time I hear that song, it's a memorial to me. But what about some more... Important memorials in our lives, like the first time you felt God's love. I remember the first time I felt God's love. I was crying in a pew. I was eight years old. I was at an amazing church service. And I remember just, I couldn't, I was overwhelmed. And I remember with my face in the pew, and I just couldn't stop crying. And my mom came over. She placed her hand on my back, and she said, Don't be afraid, that's the love of God. Never, I'll never forget it. I've been chasing after him ever since. It's a memorial to me. What about God's hand of protection? You felt God's hand of protection. Those are moments that you never forget. Some of us have those memorials. Miracles performed in your life. Stuff that you can't explain other than the fact that God did it. Like the, like the stones. Or food or money right on time. The time that you first felt forgiven. Man, 
the time I first felt forgiven. Everyone else kind of shut you out because of who you were until you met Jesus. You will never forget that moment or God's healing power. Maybe some of you sitting here today where you are literally sitting here because God healed you. Because t- or you know somebody. Or freedom from vices and addictions. If you've ever been captive to an advice or an addiction, you're free today. You will never forget the moment that you celebrated that and now you are free. You won't. But a lot of us, now that I'm bringing it up, we can remember them right now. But how many of us would be honest today and say, some of these memorials have lost their value or purpose they once had, or maybe even you've just simply forgotten about them. Now, I do believe I am talking to somebody specifically today that he's calling you back to remember some things. So hear it throughout this message. Hear it. God is calling you. He doesn't want you to forget what he's done. There's a purpose and a reason. I'm going to share that with you. Let me charge all of us today. Do whatever it takes to preserve the memorials in your life that God helped you build. They're powerful. They're valuable. They come in handy in life. Maybe some, some of you, it's time to revisit that journal, that moment you wrote down. Time to dig up that old photo. Maybe play that old song again or revisit that place you found God. Find that bank statement that reflects God's provision. Come on. There's a reason. There's a reason why. And honestly, Jericho's why. You see, God knew that within a few days, Israel would yet again be in another conflict. It just got to the promised land. And as soon as you get over there in the promised land, you're staring at these, the, the Bible says Jericho was tightly shut it was these walls were massive and they walk in and they get to the promised land and they see this and they're like i thought we were i thought we were done with this thing we made it to the promised land now what if they decided to retreat they said you know what god i don't think i can handle another battle it's too hard found it hard to even believe like man i don't think we can win this one or maybe They're just simply exhausted. All of us face exhaustion. The fact is that if the reason why we have memorials in our life is because if they were to retreat, if they were to turn around, if they were to run, they're going to run right into those stones. And they're going to see the hand of God. That only God could have opened up the Jordan and given them that opportunity. Y'all, memorials are powerful. And it is up to us to preserve them, cherish them, take care of them. How many of you today would say that sometimes you just, you do, you want to give up? <laughs> I, I do, I, I do, maybe like once a week at least. <laughs> a lot of us live, our plate's full. Like I work a full-time job, I got two kids, it's, we, we do youth on Wednesday nights. I, I, it's a sprint to the finish to Saturday morning and it's, it's, it's wild, but I can't quit. I can't quit. I can't give up. Listen, there are way too many God-built memorials in my life that when I try to retreat, I can't even run past them without recognizing there's a purpose for me to keep going. There's a purpose for me to keep moving forward. There's a purpose for us today. Philippians 1.6 says this. 
And I am certain that God who began a good work within you will continue his work until it's finally finished. Y'all, there's a, just remember that. There's a, there's a purpose to having those memorials in your life because there's a work that God is going to finish no matter what. So keep moving. Preserve your memorials. Never let yourself get to a place where you can't remember. And what about bad memorials? Say this with me. Not everything we memorialize is good. And how is it that the bad memorials are the ones we always remember? The ones we never forget. The ones that always get in the way. It's crazy. Have the worst time forgetting those moments in my life. I'm telling you, I'll never forget the Chinese buffet. <laughs> I just can't do it. Maybe, maybe because of this message, I need to give them a second chance. <laughs> but we do. We we. We, we, good, we, we do it. We take bad experiences and build bad memorials in our lives. And for some reason, we like to never forget what someone did to us or how you were hurt. You were lied to. I'll build this memorial and I'll never trust again. You were rejected. I'll never let anyone that far into my life ever again. Or you were cheated on. I'll never love again. You were hurt by church. I'll never serve again. I'll never go. I'll, ne- I'll never get that far. I'll never get that far involved. It's true. And it's crazy to me that in the midst of our broken moments, we put so much effort into building the most elaborate, strong, lockdown monuments and memorials that are bad for us. And it's interesting also that when God happens to give us something good in our lives, it's easy just for us to say thank you and not build anything because we expect it because God's good right some of us have even elected to build too many bad memorials and there's no room for good ones couldn't recognize one if you tried and don't have room to build it don't know how just really good at building bad memorials We rely on them so much as if they'll protect us from anything bad ever happening to us again. But the truth is you're just really rejecting anything potentially good that wants to come your way. But check out this scripture. Isaiah 43 and 25 says, But I, yes, I am the one who takes care of your sins. That's what I do. I don't keep a list of your sins. So why, you get where I'm going? Why do we spend so much time building bad memorials? If God doesn't want to remember them, why should we? I'm calling us today, and I'm challenging all of us to tear down some bad memorials in our lives. It's time to take that off the calendar. It's time to stop listening to that song. It's time to burn some things. It's time to get rid of some stuff. It's time to start letting love in a little bit more. Amen. And actually, I'll I'll close with this point. What you memorialize is 
it's not just for you. There's, there's, there's an even more responsibility to it. Verse 6 says in the, in, from Joshua, from the passage that we read, I'll just say this. It, it says, in the future, your children will ask you, what do these stones mean? What do these stones mean? Dad, why do you, uh, why do you pray like that? Dad, why do, you, um, why do you do this differently? Mom, why is, why is it that you, you, you make me say this every day when, before I walk out the door? You get what I'm saying? It's important for us to all remember today that every monument and memorial you have set in your life will be looked at by future generations, by people that come before you, after you. This brings responsibility to it for us today. And honestly, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the cross. It, one of the greatest monuments and memorials in our that, of all time, honestly. The love that Jesus didn't want to go to the cross, but he did it for each and every single one of us. And we, 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 we recognize that. We recognize that all the time when we have communion, we thank God, we memorialize it. One of the greatest of all time. Hear me today. Let your memorials become a legacy to those who come after you. Don't let it become a weight or pointless piece of work for your children to carry on or their friends, people that you'll do life with. Build something great and valuable and of purpose. Something to help those after you through difficult moments. You don't know what your son's sons or your friends are going to be going through. And if you didn't build that memorial, they're not going to know the power of God like you knew him. And if you put up bad memorials, they're going to just carry on those traditions. Tear down some old memorials that, that haunt you every year, every time you come across them. And leave some monuments or memorials to help those after you through difficult moments in life. I do want to pray for you. If you could just close your eyes with me. God, right now, we are so grateful for the sacrifice of those that served our country. And we're so grateful, God, for the sacrifice that you made for us today. We will never forget that. But I pray that today on on an even deeper level that we would be called to remember the things that you've done in our life, God. That we would be called and challenged to tear down down memorials that, that we need to get rid of in our life, Lord Jesus. And that we would understand the responsibility of leaving the legacy of great memorials for people who come after us. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, what about that word today, y'all? Man. You know, uh, I talked to the all of our crew. We have a pre-service huddle uh, at, at before the before the service. And something that I, I said to them is something Chris and I talked on the way to service today is that before Jesus ever shed one drop of blood, God knew that you were going to be here today. 
and that you needed to hear that word today. Does that blow your mind? The fact that God knew DJ was going to speak and he was going to spend weeks praying and studying and tweaking and sending his notes to me and and just what he put into this message and the prayer. Also, somebody here today would hear that word and know that there's some memorials that you need to either remember, right? How many need to remember some? You need to go back to those days. Some of you need to begin building some memorials. And then there's others that need to tear some down. And maybe all three. If you're all three, just raise your hand. I got it. Amen. I want to thank you, DJ, for that word. So, 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 so strong. And I want to encourage you today, if you have never, if you've never built a memorial in your life with God, to begin doing so today. If you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord to be the one in your life. And I'm not talking about to be a Lord, to be a God. I'm talking about the God, the Lord. The old song says, if if he's not God of everything, he's not God of anything in your life. And so I want to encourage you today to make him number one in your life. Let today, what a better day to build an eternal memorial than on Memorial Day, amen? So I want you to close your eyes right now and we're going to give you an opportunity to make that, that confession, to make that declaration, to begin an agreement with God. With no one looking around, if you've never asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and you want to do so today, or for those of you that, as DJ began to talk about those memorials, you realize that you need a do-over. There's some things that have crumbled in your life and you need a fresh start. And you want to recommit your life to Jesus Christ today on Memorial Day. If that's you, either for the first time or, or you want to recommit today, would you just raise your hand up high? We call them fresh starts around here because that's exactly what God is going to give you right there. I see you, ma'am. Come on. Raise your hand up. Hold it really high, really high. Acknowledging him. That's awesome. All right, put your hand down. Thank you, Lord. God knew that you were going to be here today prepared all of this just for you. Thank you, Jesus. All right, open up your eyes and let's stand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Would you just raise your right hand up really high and let's pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus Christ, Son of God, King of kings, Lord of lords, today I confess that you are my Lord. I give you my life. May today be a memorial that stands for eternity, that my kids look to one day. I commit my life to you today. I build my life around you today. Thank you for your love. I receive it this morning. Cover me with your blood. Come on, say this loud. Fill me with your spirit and help me to live an overcoming abundant and everlasting life with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, let's celebrate fresh starts today.